I Am Found podcast invites you into the lives of young people who are finding truth through community and hope, even when it seems lost. Telling stories like foster care, group homes, and even growing up in single parent households. We're elevating our voices, telling our stories that will no longer go unheard. Brought to you from Found Village, a community in Cincinnati, Ohio, that empowers youth from hard places to reach their fullest potential. This, this is, is I Am Found, Found Podcast. Hello, hello. What it do, good people? Welcome back to I Am Found Podcast. I'm Stella, and I'm so happy to share this episode with you today. Today we are joined by Jude. Jude is one of our launch young adults. So Found Village aims to stick with young people in our community for the long run. We want to lead them into a path of full independence. And this means we don't just give you a boot when you reach quote unquote adulthood at 18. I mean, really, were any of us actually adults at 18? So through the launch program, we continue to advocate for our community and just give them that extra oomph and guidance as they maneuver adulthood. Jude's story is extremely tough. Um, he discusses rising out of a place of just being angry all the time and constantly fighting to learning how to cope in healthier ways. In fact, right off the bat, we start the episode talking about the first fight that occurred a few years back in our community. And there really hasn't been much fighting since. We really aim to, to create a safe place full of safe people. But as the nature of this work goes, there was a fight. And a matter of fact, it was between Jude and one of our co-hosts, Jeremiah. This doesn't happen much, um, and it was a pretty bad fight. Jeremiah has a chipped tooth to attest to that. But it's so awesome to hear how they settled their differences pretty much right away. There are no grudges that um, were held between the two of them, and it's really quite beautiful. So <laughs> really bear with us as they talk about it. It gets pretty... Hmm, crazy, but um, at the end of the day, it goes back to that, that whole concept of forgiveness and learning through these type of situations. Jude is such a light. I was so extremely honored to hear his story, and I know you will be too. Here's Jude. Hey y'all, it's Jamarcus here with I Am Found Podcast, and I'm here with my co-host, Jeremiah, and my producer, I Am Stella, and our guest for today, Tony Montana. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, Jude. So our guest today is Mr. Jude. Jude was one of the original uh, young men in the program back when we were called Village. Ville Age, not Ville Age. Ville Age. The E-D-G-E. Because yes. we had some edge in the... In the I, uh, they used to be so confusing. Yeah, everyone was confused, not just you. That's why we changed our name and spelled it right. Um, but Jude is joining us today. We're just going to hear a little bit of our, his story and just kind of go from there. So 
Thank you for being with us today, Jude. I appreciate it. I just 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 talk about just talk about my story. Yeah, we just want to hear about your story. Well, I see questions, so um, I, it looks like Jamarcus has one stirring up. Y'all so questions. I mean, I don't, I'd rather y'all ask me some questions first. I'm, I don't have any questions as of right now. You don't I'm have any thinking, questions? No. Okay. I have a question. Oh. I ain't going to say it because it's still my fault. I'm still mad about it. Nah, come on. Why you trip our tooth? We fought that one day, man. People be noticing <laughs> that. It's not even that bad. This is what he said. But you want to say something? Hold up. Okay, hold up. Let me give a little hold bit up. of context. I just want to say it just goes to show where he just said after we won the context that you know. Problems can be mended. <laughs> Problems can be, yeah. Because okay, now, so, guess what? You're not even since, well, six feet away from each other. Jeremiah time. and Jude are cool now, but let me get some time. We, 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 we was cool when we fought. That was my fault. I was already irritated that day. It was yeah, just he, a he was playing, I didn't but know we were jumping right He, he was playing, but I. We jumped right He big, and I thought this dude was the fight. <laughs> so he went in there. I went in there and started punching. He kept trying to calm me down. Okay, hold on. Let me let, me let the people know what we're talking about. So there a has only ago. been. Two fights in Found Village history. Really? And you all, you two were the ones who kicked it off. Um, no. So, uh, really? <laughs> Jude and Jeremiah were the first fight that there's ever been. Who was the um, second fight? Really? There was a more recent one. We don't have to go. We're, oh, not, we're not celebrating Ooh, these fights. Um, who won? The there was no There was no contact. It really wasn't a fight. There was swing, though. We wouldn't be technical. Gerard got beat up. Oh, wait, there was a little bit of contact. It doesn't matter. That's not Gerard what we're got hit. It won't be technical. I got hit, too. Okay, so let's talk about it. Let's talk about what happened because um Demarcus just made a, po a good point. You guys are cool, you guys are friends, but we was cool. you did have you did have an altercation. So Jude, I'd love to for you to uh tell us what happened. Um <laughs> Well how long ago was this too? It was a minute ago. Like, like two years, years ago. ago. This is back when we was over at that one church. That church, yeah. Yeah, we was mm -hmm. at the church. Y'all bought at the church? We was at Wild church bathroom. No, we was in Norwood. Norwood, you right, yeah. Because yeah, it was right over there um, Habitat, uh, Habitat for Humanity. Yeah, that's when we used to do those uh, little groups with Eloba. Yeah, uh, those was got That's when Eloba owed me my $10. Yeah. He been on me $10 for two years now. That was good. I think as soon as we was leaving out, I said like, some we I said some to him. I was already hey, in the car. Hey, and, let's let dude tell the story real quick, and then and we'll, we'll we'll give some context. I think I said you trying to slap box in the bathroom, and after we went in there, like he just started swinging at me for real, like throwing punches. So I'm like, dang, are you trying to fight for real? Like after that, I just blacked out, and I know I just I had to put it on you. I mean, yeah. it was. Wait, Jeremiah, you, you my, swung yeah, first? I said that it was my fault. Hey, my, yeah, I thought yeah. I was already irritated. The only thing I heard is want to box in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, I'm <laughs> just like. And after and that is again, like, he is like, big. Yeah. So I'm thinking, so I'm going to go in there. I'm going to start swinging. And I heard he used to box. So I'm not going to let this dude get one hit on me. He catched up to calm me down. After that, I blacked out. Yeah. When I woke up. Oh, so I, you both blacked out. When I woke up, I yeah. was on the floor. <laughs> okay, so y'all both blacked out, for, but for different reasons. Exactly. Jeremiah was knocked out. No, 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 no. I was blacked out on the bed. When I came back to reality, I was on the floor. Now I feel like I I probably went overboard. You I, did. I did. I went overboard because like when I get mad, like I think I stomped on him a little bit. Ain't no thank you did. That's why my mom's tooth is chipped. You did. But I mean, you hey, you ain't know, no thing. It's you bad. Did. You know, well, it's, I ain't mad about that. I'm mad about this. I thought this was off of a hood movie. I ain't gonna lie. He changed me. He spit on me. He said. They call me Juice, but I know my name and put them out. I don't remember that part. Should you say that? <laughs> I don't remember that part, but 
We're not black out at ten. Hold on, hold on. He had some big old mountain man boots on too. So that ain't making sense. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> yeah, Back up. You, you, you stomped on him and said they call me Juice? Yeah. yeah. I might have. I don't Ain't know. Ain't no wonder if you did. I mean, if you've been called Juice before, you said it. Yeah. Okay, then you said it. How did we just have the, uh, the name of this episode, Juicy Juice? <laughs> I mean, nah, those are. All the reason I'm mad about that because he spit on me. So I was like, yeah. damn, he's going to lie on me like that. I'm I mean, but I felt bad, though, because, you know. They told me that. I was the old family. I was older than him, too, so. You know, I, I, and I already liked it too, too. Before that, I was already mad that day. And I, I ain't gonna lie, that wasn't the right way. I should deal with my anger, but I was cool with you before that. He was cool. He was a cool dude. Still is. I think everybody in our time was cool. Like when we all came, you and it was James. Nah, and, uh, I'm telling you, when, my, when I first came, it was live. I ain't gonna lie. It was small. And it really wasn't. Yeah. I think I think when I came in, it was just about like, this one is when people really started coming. They were about like 15 people at the time. It wasn't a lot, but I mean, it was there. It was getting there. Okay, so let's talk, let's talk about that. Jude, tell us a little bit about why you um, started at Village. Um, well, uh, I was going to Children's Home. I think it was my eighth grade year. Uh, yeah, I got kicked out of I got expelled from school. Went to Children's Home. Uh, that's actually when I first met Miss Katie. Uh, she had, she had, I was, I was going through it at Children's Home too, you know, I said, I love to fight. So, you know, anybody there had any issues, I was ready to scrap regardless. So, you know, Miss Katie, she was the only person that really like took time out to talk to me and she worked at lower school. So, I mean, every meeting I had with my team and stuff, they'll be, you know, they'll be trying to expel me, say I couldn't go back to regular school. Miss Katie would be the only one vouching for me. And then one day I remember. She pulled us out of class. It was uh, only a certain people. Uh, I think it was me, Keontae, uh, some other people. I don't know though. But um, Keontae is also in this community. Yeah. So yeah, they pulled us out of class to the classroom. They was uh, that's when we met Joey for the first time. Joey from Vision. Yeah. yeah we met him for the first time, and uh, they uh, she asked us if we would be like if we if we want to like start going to the gym and start going to crossroads. Every Tuesday and Thursday, so you know we started doing that, and after a while, you know it, it became a habit, and it just started, you know, a snowball effect. Yeah. And it just started growing. What's What's actually really cool is I know a little bit of that background story, and um, for those who don't know, Children's Home it's also where Jeremiah goes. It's a technically a, a behavioral school, so some kids are going there because they were expelled from their school or for other reasons, but. Katie used to work there, and Katie's a founder of Found Village. And Jude, you were actually the person who really gave her the epiphany that she needed to do something different. Like hearing hearing you talk, y'all should get a picture together. Yeah, like y'all started it all. So the things the things come down to you and her for real, for real. Yeah, like she she had like that God moment of like, hey, I'm calling you to do something different. And, exactly. and it was from that conversation that you had with her, Jude. So I'm curious. You said you were fighting a lot. Yeah. Why? Why is that? Why do you think you have so much anger? Uh, like then again, you know, I just, I mean, at the at that time, I really couldn't pinpoint why I was mad all the time. You know, uh, I would base a lot of it on, you know, stuff that happened to me way back. Do you uh, feel like he was lost? I don't mean to cut you off, but do you feel like, like, yeah, you know, yeah, he yeah, was yeah. lost? Yeah, yeah, for a while. I mean, said I didn't probably been locked up so many times. I can't really even count. Uh, 
you know, it, it just started becoming a pattern, you know, bouncing, fostering on, fostering on, getting kicked out of there for fighting, cussing out my foster parents, you know, just different stuff. And it's like, eventually, well, as I think I went to, yeah, I went, when I moved to a group home, that's when I first went to Children's Home. You know, after that, I mean, it was worse. I mean, it got worse there. But, I mean, I started seeing I started getting better. You know, people started saying I was maturing a little bit. But for some reason, I still had that anger deep down. I mean, but, I mean, I really, I mean, to this day, I really can't say why I was fighting. I just felt like, I don't know, it was just, I guess I get caught up in the moment. I used to get caught too deep in my emotions, and I just react. So fighting would be my only way. Um, you said you were bouncing around from foster homes. Um, can you give us a little bit of background on that? Why were you in foster? Did you grow up in foster care since you were little? Or oh uh, no, nah, uh, no, nah, I was. Uh, actually, I grew. My grandma raised me. My grazing. My grandma raised me for a while. Um, I was bouncing. I went. To, I stayed with my mom for a while, and I was bouncing back and forth from them. Uh, I stayed with my dad probably like once or twice in my life. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I feel like my grandma, you know, she raised me from since I was a baby. You know, my mom, she, that's my mom. So of course I had to go stay with her. Uh, I lived in New York for a while. So New like, York? I didn't know that. Yeah, I stay, I got a lot of family in New York. Um, was it fun? Yeah. You been, time, you been on Times Square? Yeah. I know I that's to, off topic, but you know. I mean, yeah, I used to stay, I went to, I didn't have been in all the boroughs in New York, from Brooklyn all the way to Queens. Oh, that's what's up. That's what's up. I want to do that. But yeah. Um. After I came back, you know, I was still bouncing around with them. It just thing I, I finally like. I finally into foster homes when I left my when I was I want to say I was twelve. Yeah, I was twelve, and I was staying with my aunt actually, in uh, in Town. and I lashed out on my grandma because she thought I broke her computer and. With me being a hothead, I was, you know, I wasn't, I don't care who you are. If you trying to blame something on me or, you know. You just went there, you just went there, you checked out. Yeah, yeah, basically, you know. And that's, I feel like that's another reason why I was always mad and I always used to lash out on people is because my family ain't never ever give me that chance to even, you know, try to change my circumstance or even try to get a hold of my anger before you feel me before i even had to leave but you know i mean things happening so yeah i went to foster home my first foster home i was there i was there for a while um turned 13. i still went to go stay with my mom on my 13th birthday was probably there for, with her for a good i don't know a few months she kicked me out because we got into it i mean it, i don't know it was it's just my life just been an up and down roller coaster for real uh I didn't. I don't. I don't know. I didn't probably been in like ten different foster homes, just because like I'd go to one. If I don't like what the foster parents doing, I'd get on them. I'd get on their case, and they'd kick me out. So I'd probably be at a foster home for like the longest. I think the longest foster home I was at probably like two, three months. And then you'd be kicked to another one. Yeah, I'd back to lighthouse, finding me another one, go somewhere else, back to another one. Then I eventually went to a group home, and I was there for three years. So that's probably the longest placement I've been in. I mean, I just hearing all of that moving around, that alone can make someone angry. So, I mean, I hear you, and I, I can only imagine what kind of frustrations and internal things you were dealing with. Do you do all feel like you can relate to that at all? Yes, I, I, I was trying my best not to cut them off. Yeah, yeah. I know I'm good for that. <laughs> um, 
I don't know, because I mean, like, no, no, like, I just, to me, what when, when I'm retaining from that is that, like, he was just lost. And I feel like he was angry, like, you know, I ain't no strength no nothing. But I feel like he was misunderstood. And I know being misunderstood and, you know, you having your own family not understand you or, you know, not in the right place, and, you know what I mean, in their mental to understand you is hard because you feel like you're in it alone. So I understand that. I understand that. That I can relate to. If that, like, if that's what you were saying, if that's how you feel, I mean, that's, yeah, yeah. yeah. I understand that. Now, I can't relate to what you were saying, though, like, by being lost and having that wrong place anger and not having, like, the right, like, the right people around to help you deal with it. Like, I, my family was like that, too. Like, my brothers and sisters, they fought a lot and everything, but they all older than me. They already had, they already had a connection, that talking and everything. I never got that because I came late in my family. Yeah. Like, I used to fight hella. I mean, hella. Hella. <laughs> I, I guess, I, I, guess <laughs> I was just bad by choice, if you want me to be honest, because, I mean, I don't know. Like, how they say, like, I, I'm, if you really know me, I'm not a, I'm not really a, I'm not a, I argue with you. I'm a very argumentative person. But I'm not a fighter. Not a physical it, exactly, fighter. but if I but if I need to, don't think I won't. Like, I've been in fight. fights before, but he lost every single one of them. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but you know, I just I, don't I know, know you're not talking about losing fights because exactly. First, first of all, first of all, exactly. exactly. First, exactly. Only you know oh, first one will be one hundred. That's the only fight I lost, and I'm gonna plainly say that I lost the fight. You know what I'm saying? I feel like this: you win some, you lose some. You see how big he is, man? You bigger than me. Uh, First off, you got boxing experience, so shush. Okay, <laughs> okay you went to so Vision too, right have, along with me. You so you have, got as much as just as he got. I like that. You do have some boxing experience. I would like to know, because from what I know now, you're you're a bit you're a different person. I'm sure you mm -hmm. get angry so still though. So I wanna know like how do you feel like you channel that anger now? Um and has it changed like your perspective and how? Mm, well, and do you channel it, channel it in any like extracurricular activities like mm -hmm. hiking or something like that? No, I mean, I like I like walking. Well, That's not, not uh, completely out of the norm. I feel like I got a I got a firm grip on it. Uh, I got locked up. I went to this residential of up in um what was it at? I think like it was close to West Virginia. It was like out the way. So, and I was out there for a year. Um, I came home. Found out my mom ended up passing away. So, you know, that right there was like, you know, I, mean, I can't keep on doing the same thing, you know, and I'm about to be 18. So, you know, I just started, I don't know, I just started, I started working out when I came home. You know, I was working out a lot. You know, I listened to music. But then, like, the main thing that, like, helped me actually get under control is, like, just not giving a fuck what nobody say to me. Uh, you know, I, I mean, I can, like, if you disrespect me, all right, that's cool, you know. I mean, people gonna talk regardless. I mean, that's how I, what I had to learn. Like, you can't control that. People, my coach and then my boxing, my old box coach used to tell me like, like I be tell you, ask me like, why you get into a fight today? Like, I be like, cause somebody called me a bitch, and you know, and he told me like, if that same person call you a bitch every day, you gonna keep beating him up. Like, and he should, I should get old after a while. You know, I didn't broke my hands multiple times. And it's like. I'm only hurting myself on there, you feel me? Mm -hmm. And it's like it's not it's only bring me that few feel me few moments. Cause I I beat somebody up. Like when I beat Jeremiah up, like, yeah, I was feeling cool, you feel me? But then again, I started like, nah, I shouldn't even did him like that. You feel me? And anybody else that was my victim, like, you know, it just like I just started to start weighing the options of like, 
either I can do this like this, you know, because it's consequences, negative and positive. You feel me? So, you know, if I do it like this, or I can just say, you know, brush that shit off. You feel me? I mean, I don't like said people be always saying like, like you, are you gonna let him punk you? Are you like you scared? Like, man, I ain't like. You feel me? All right, that's cool. You feel me? My people gonna talk regardless. I mean, if you touch me. That's it. That's like, you feel me? That's, that's a different story. That's yeah. good. And yeah. that's how I was raised. Somebody put their hands yeah, on you. Yeah, yeah, it's right. over. My mom always told me never throw the first punch. Let them put their well, hands nah, on see, you that's first. A, that's that's the thing though. about me. Like, yeah. like I'll throw the first punch. Like, yeah, because you were letting words and just petty actions yeah. drive you to want to fight someone. And I used to get bullied in school. Like, don't think like just because I know how to fight. Like, I used to be fat. Like, Oh, you so, didn't tell me that. I used to get bullied in school. That's why I'm, another reason I started fighting because, you know, people thought just because I was. You got to stand your ground. A little yeah. hefty. That, you know. <laughs> a little hefty. Don't yeah. change the fat to a little yeah. hefty. Keep, keep what? <laughs> no, I mean, hefty bigger than fat. I mean, when I was eight, I was big. You know, I was, people thought it was, I was sweet, you know, until, you know, I had to start stepping on people's necks out here. But, you know, that's how I said it. I got old. I mean, it got How old many times are we going to look back around today? I'm not going to let it die. <laughs> okay. It gets old, but some people never grow out of that. So mm-hmm. I think that's commendable that you realize like you're only hurting yourself by mm-hmm. letting letting other people get to you in that way. That's going to let you down. Respectfully, in my opinion, I disagree with your statement. Okay. Tell me and more. I say that because I feel like I feel like everyone grow I feel like everyone grows out of Goes out of their younger self. No. But like, there's some like, people who still like their first action will be to fight, and they might just be in jail I'm, right now yeah. because of that. <laughs> I understand that. I understand that. But I'm saying, even still, with them being in jail, I feel like everyone learns something. I feel like if you, are, unless you're a sociopath, and doctors tell you like, you, like you will never have emotion. You know what I mean? You know, there's stuff because you know, like there's cuckoo people out there like that that can't feel yeah. uh, that, I that's disrespectful hope. I just said cuckoo my bad there's definitely but hope you know. for everyone exactly sure. and I feel like every, I mean, for the people that do feel you know what I mean or do have a good grasp on reality I feel like I feel like I don't feel like that's true in that sense when it comes down to them and that's in my opinion yeah I'm not a professional just that's, just, that that's just that's just you know what I what I mean is a lot of people will let anger rule them their whole lives whether mm-hmm. it's through fighting or being petty or doing certain things and Unfortunately, sometimes that ends up in them getting killed. So maybe they didn't get a chance to grow Mm -hmm. out of it. Or it ends up in them being locked up. And they still have all this Mm -hmm. anger and they're not processing through it. So, yeah, I see see what you mean, though, Jamarcus, in that there's there's hope for everyone. Like, everyone has a chance. Yeah, yeah. okay. I see what you're saying. Hold on. What you're saying? Those 22 options, though, you cannot give out the way you feel. Your life can just go down the wrong way because you're Relationships, connections with people. But then you gotta look at it like, mm-hmm. you feel me? Once your life start going downhill, what you gonna do to you change? You know, you turn to drastic measures. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you ain't got no money, you, you feel me? You gonna you, you, like, you gonna eventually end up in that, jail. Yeah. You gonna do certain things. You gonna regret to get that Man, money. Yeah, you, you gonna feel me? Mm-hmm. You know, your flight or feel me, your survival instincts automatically mm-hmm. kick in. You feel me? So, mm-hmm. I said I didn't been out, I didn't I didn't been running these streets since I was young boy. You feel me? Doing hella shit. I didn't get in shootouts out here. I didn't probably been like four or five shootouts out here. I didn't get grazed. I didn't get grazed in my shoulder. You know. I ain't never grazed. This shoot like your shoulder. I ain't too much. Oh, your ass. <laughs> 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 I got grazed in my butt, bro. I laugh at the day to day, man. That's not okay. I can't call myself Marcus or Boys in the Hood. I was bad. <laughs> 
You said Marcus from Boys in the Hood. I'm talking about uh, what's it called? Bad Boys. What's it called? Dude got shot. Uh, I know what you're movie. talking about. Yeah, I got He bad. was going to the hospital. He was yelling and he was laying on the stuff. He was like, yeah, I got shot in my ass. I was mad. <laughs> I, I ain't gonna lie when it hit me. I thought I got hit my back. I'm like, ah, oh, damn, I'm gonna be paralyzed. But I feel my leg. I feel my, I feel my, uh, oh, I feel my back. Uh, I put my hand down and I feel blood on my ass cheek uh, and I cried. Uh, <laughs> I said, I tend to make I gotta lie about what happened. I know. I <laughs> ain't no tough way to say you got shot in your butt. There ain't. You ain't. Say I know me. No, you got I'm shot in the over. cheek. In the cheek. Uh, I thought you said with straight. He always just like, oh. I, like, I got grades, man. <laughs> this is a scar right there. It was, I got a, it was swollen like a softball. I couldn't even lay down. You, you gotta sit on a donut. <laughs> they didn't give me a donut. Thank you. I didn't no lay, lay on my left side all night. I was mad. You just hey, roll over, roll acted it. But I, I did. Right? Just imagine how much down, pain that is. You know what I mean? You sleeping, got no control over that. You rolling over. And I oh move out of my seat. I'll be mad at myself. Over. I was crying like, man. <laughs> I had no of man. all the places. Like, I actually got hit in my back. It's the funny thing. I this mean, my back. It was right here below my back. I could have got grazed my back. God could have gave me the benefit of the doubt to let me get hit in my back and let me make up a fake story mm. about what happened. You can't make up no fake story about getting shot in your butt. I mean, if you tough. get shot in your back, you got to well, have a chance of getting paralyzed. Yeah, I know that. I got grades, though. It is great. Man. At least I, I ain't going to win. So, do tell us. I still got um, shot in the butt. Girl, <laughs> bring it up. <laughs> I, I'm the real. We getting, we getting I, I, I'm completely off topic. Yeah, yeah, okay, right. so. I'm sorry about your booty shot, but um, <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna we're just gonna go. Man, I don't even nah, So, you no tell us shots. about um, just like where you are now. So, you went through, you know, you had village and stuff, and um, I'd like to hear about how that impacted you and where you are now. Mm. I mean, you know, uh, just being around, you know, you know, just continuing to. I ain't gonna lie. When I got out of when I got out of residential, I ain't know Miss Katie. Like I ain't like I was. I ain't know Miss Katie. Miss Katie actually reached out to me. I actually reached out to Miss Katie. Or she reached out to me, and she asked me if I wanted to come back to Village. I said, Yeah, I mean, might as well. So I, I know coming back. You know, the more and I seen how much it grown. You know, they have all these coaches and stuff. So I'm like, you know. When was this? Huh? What year was this? It's if you don't mind my asking. 2018. I don't know. I yeah, think because so. I started in Okay, so you were locked yeah. up, and when you got out, Katie yeah. re reached out and asked if you wanted to come back. Yeah, because I was, yeah, I was, uh, so yeah, so you know, I was, I was coming, I came back, um, you know, trying to, I gave it another chance, you know, I had, I ain't gonna, I had some problems when I first came back, you know, I was, I was trying to fight a couple more, I was trying to fight a couple people, and, uh, uh, but you know, that's, that's old news, but. I mean, I just connected with the coaches, you know. Pat P was one of the big, uh, one person that I could, I could count on. Uh, Mike, you know, it was a lot of different people. You know, they just, you know, they just helped me. It's not necessarily what they gave me; it was just giving me the knowledge, you know, the knowledge and oh my God. and uh, that shoulder, you feel me? Because I mean, that's, I feel like that's what everybody needs for real. It's mm -hmm. not somebody to get them something necessarily, but to. Just say everybody just need that person, you feel me? Yeah, to just be there. To, yeah, just right? to hold that shoulder, you feel me? So, yeah, I just, and I mean, that's how I started building my connections with different people. You know, I'll talk to somebody and then they'll connect me with somebody, mm -hmm. you know. I mean, and then after that, I just I just started going up after that, you know. I, mm -hmm. I, started, I was skipping school for a while, 
you know, he was having tutoring and stuff. I didn't think I was going to graduate, you know. But, you know, they um, I ended up graduating, getting that shit done. That's you know, just up, off man. the fact that Miss Kayden was telling me, like, you know, you get your high school diploma, you mean? Because I, I, I wasn't trying to settle for my GED anyway, because I feel like that's stupid. But, you know, I, so I got my diploma. But, yeah, I mean, I feel like Miss Katie and them, they, 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 do, they don't do too much, but they, they do they do what they need, like, or they do what they need for the individual they yeah. working with, like, they But they do enough to help you yeah, get like, better. Yeah. You want me to tell you something? And that's one thing I love. I want to speak on that real quick, is that they understand everything, everything, everything doesn't work for the same person. Right. And that's one thing, and that's one thing I love about the village, you know what I mean? You know, they got different coaches with completely different personalities, you know what I mean? And, you know, I mean, for for us youth, the ones that that's here in Village, you know what I mean. We're paired with that one, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And it's mainly right. Most of the time, it's right. You know what I mean. You're with, you're with who, over time, you will grow to trust. You know what I mean. And you know, they help you build your foundation. Yeah, for sure. Like they how, they they lay that concrete. How old you. are you now? Oh, I'm twenty. Twenty. Three? Okay. Dang. See, twenty. And do you do you still like you're still do you? feel like you're still receiving some support from this community or because I think a lot of quote unquote programs it's like when you're 18 like we're done with you x mm-hmm. yeah. you know yeah, um, I mean, so so what has that been like for you yeah, yeah. after graduating and the village I mean yeah they don't they I mean like not all any other program like they the only people like they the only one like this is the only place that I feel like I can get the most support, like get the best support, not the most, but like the best support, like when I actually like when I actually need it, like you know they it may it might not happen right away, but you know I can count on the staff and me, everybody here to be working on whoever helping me with it. They gonna be working on it, like, and, you know they helping me. You know if I can, if they can't get to it, they'll put me in a connection somebody that can help me get exactly. to it. You know, and it's just yes. like like I mean I I got yeah I got I got an apartment through Lighthouse. Like I got a case manager, caseworker. Like I barely talk to them. Feel me? It's like I gotta reach out to them and blow up their phone and stuff, and just to even get what you need or get yeah, or like what you need. You know, if I gotta, if I need something that deal with my like a case or my something, you feel me? Some serious, like you know, it take a while for me to get back. So you know, that's why I, feel me? that's why our village would be like the main. That's why I feel like anybody like like all kids need a place like this. Feel me? Somewhere that's that's not going. I don't care about the past, but just care about mm-hmm. you know where you going and where yeah, you want to go. Your future right? and what, yeah. how you want to go about. And I ain't, I ain't know you that long. I think I know that like, like twenty nineteen, like around there, like early twenty nineteen. My first time coming. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna speak on the fight thing. But when they did tell me after that happened, he said he was asking about me and everything. See, so was out of school. And that was that was one main reason I really wasn't mad about what happened. Even though I threw the first punch. And oh, I you said he was asking about. Yeah, like, they, they was asking about right? school. Yeah. And they told me that I'm like, oh, dang, that's real cool. Like, cause I knew I couldn't be mad at him because I threw the first punch and he went off for instinct. And the fact that he was still asking was I cool and everything, I, and I really, um, I really appreciated that too. And like, we did this little boxing thing at um called Punch House. It was these workouts and everything. And I, and I'm a little stocky though too. You know, I'm I'm husky. I ain't gonna lie, I couldn't do nothing to work out. I was trying to do a pull up, and I didn't want to do it. I couldn't do it. And um, you was oh, why you had all that weight weighing you down? <laughs> Shut up, scrawny body. Um, and like Jules was just telling me, like, bro, give up, don't give up. You can do it because I used to be fat. Look at me now. 
they be dedicated. Believe in yourself. Yeah. Stuff like that. You say you built like a Debbie cake. <laughs> You said dedication though, right? Yeah, dedication. Okay, so oh, I heard that right. Yeah. I just heard standard, so I'm like, hold on. Man, you what? I know you yeah, didn't just say that. You like me too, I ain't gonna lie. I want me a dedication. <laughs> but yeah, they, he, he, he was Don't start wearing cool. shortcakes, bust though. Yeah, that's, that's really but, cool though. Shit, sure, y'all, get on topic. Well, yeah, he, yeah. He, 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 he is real cool. Like that. Even before, like the internet, they were still cool like that. I was gonna know him, you know me. And then he real cool people, and I think. Yeah. All the things he told us now, in the village really hasn't came a long way because he really is a cool, a cool, helpful, wise person. He really do really get cool advice to make sure you're cool. Yeah, no, I, that's one of the reasons why I've been like, I want to interview Ju, Ju, Ju. Because um, we do have some some young people in this community who have, you know, past 18 or are technically in what we call the launch program, which is like, okay, launch. you got your high school degree or diploma, like, let's get you doing post-secondary education, like trying to really come behind you so that you can start thriving. Cause a lot of people like 18, I wasn't ready to be on my own at 18. Like, you know, you still need support. But what I've seen from you, Jude, is like, you've been the only launch boy that I've seen really come back so far. Like the goal is to have everyone, you know, in this in this pattern of coming back and, and, and encouraging the younger um, youth in the program. But You've been the one that I've seen do it the most of just to come back and encourage people and just to say like not to not to say I have it all together now, but just to say like y'all take it advantage of this. Yeah, take advantage of this yeah. opportunity and like you've you've been a really strong voice in that. I think a lot of uh the youth respect you because of that. I feel like that goes back to the episode that we shot last week where you know there's people out there that you can trust, you know. Mm-hmm. And you know, you found that. You know, with that, you know what I mean. It's okay that you can't. That you, it's okay to admit that you can't do it all on your own. You know, and here in village, you know what I mean. You get that. You know what I mean. You get that people, like I said, who stand behind you, help you build your house. You know what I mean. Help you build, build you to to your fullest potential. You know what I mean. Right, right. And so, you just got your driver's license, right? That's up. Yeah. Congratulations. Congratulations. Hey, how <laughs> right. When I get the car, man, I get my way. So talk, talk talk about that a little bit. Um, all right. I mean, it's it's good to finally be legal with like driving, cause you know. He's like, I've been driving, but yeah. now I have a license. <laughs> yeah, now I can actually drive without having to worry about you know getting pulled over and not having no license. But yeah, yeah, and then you it's have good. a car coming your way, right? But it's it's, a, it's a little problem with it. Oh no, this is not, not a problem. But I mean, I used to. I, I my my uh, grandpa taught me how to drive a stick shift. Yeah, I was yeah. Was so there, so we had a wonderful volunteer um, donate a car, and um, but it's stick shift. So Man, they pay, they I mean, and I and I didn't rode a dirt bike before, so I feel okay. Like so you got the clutch thing going. Yeah. Like I tried riding a uh, driving a stick shift one time, and it was one time for a reason. Don't you don't want you go to go change gears? Don't you got to hit the clutch and the brake? And what's the stick shift? Yeah, you got to use both of your feet and. When you go in, you let your foot off the gas, put the clutch in, switch it, and it's basically just... You're supposed to let up off of the, the clutch slow, yeah, right? Because now you will stall the car out, right? But while you letting up off the clutch, you want to push the gas in at the same time. So, let me say, so the car won't That just off. makes my brain hurt. So <laughs> I'm the only person... I want to learn how to drive a stick. Down. I think that'll be fun. I mean, it'd be. I mean, I feel like that's every. You know, that's a skill that everybody should know. Just to, you know, 
Exactly, because if the world ever comes to an end and I survive and it's only sticks left, I will be sad. Cause I will be if the world comes to an end, I don't think it's going to mean nothing. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't think you'll be worrying about what car you can drive. Yeah. Like, yes, I would. If I survive and I'm the only one on the world, I'm going to hey, be driving to, everywhere. Jamarcus? I'm getting me an RV. Jamarcus? I'm going everywhere for Jamarcus? free. I'm even going to the casino. The end of the world. <laughs> What you mean? Okay, like, so what if what if a, it's a nuclear blast, right? And I got me a bomb shelter. So that's the end of civilization. Gonna, you gonna go to the casino? You are gonna be playing poker by yourself? Yeah. Exactly. That's that way. I win. I win. What are you winning? What are you winning? I win. Though. Imagination. You want yeah. me to say something? That's how I'm saying. Have you ever seen the show? It's a comedy. It's, it's a quirky comedy. Have you ever seen Last Man on Earth? Yes, yes, yeah, I think I was, yeah, I think I was, and he's not the last man on earth. He, he was, and he kid. found out he wasn't. And then he got yeah. a, a quirky wife and some uh, other stuff. I feel yeah. bad. See, and that right a, there, that's not realistic. That's not realistic. That's no, yeah, it's not. Realistic. But you gonna say something? Everybody in the back of their mind wish the world was like that. You know what I mean? No, yeah, but I, I, I am saying like the world came to stupid. an end. I would want it to be. I wouldn't want it to be like Z Nation or Walking Dead. That's just doing too much. I want to at least close my eyes. I don't honestly. You know what I mean? I don't want to be I'm here. I'm sitting there. You don't want to be here. That's lonely. What? That's Everything. Lonely. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Everything that you want. What? And everything that you want, you can get when the world comes to what? it. Oh, oh, anything oh, is yours. Just to enjoy it by myself. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Oh, oh, why you got to enjoy it with somebody? Why you got to have somebody with you? I'm a people person too. How do you got a million dollars right now? What do you have a million dollars? If you're in the workplace, go get it. You said, but, but what you gonna do with it? And that's the best thing about it. No that's a lie. As long as you know how to drive. You're gonna fly a plane. Hell, if I know how. How you gonna work? How you gonna yeah. teach you? <laughs> <laughs> you want to There's simulators. There's books. Oh, simulators. <laughs> <laughs> no, so you gonna teach yourself how to fly a plane? Yes. Come on now. Oh, let me tell you something. Hold up. We're talking about this. You know, th there's actually there's something that my brother watched. He, he loves sci fi and aliens and stuff like that. And there's actually this documentary on Hulu. What's it called? I don't know what it's called. I'm going to ask him, though. <laughs> but it's something I don't know for. I tuned in with him and I watched it with him because I don't, that's really not me. Like, I'm just walking dead. That's it. What? But it was it, it was basically along the lines of us. Us as humans, we only use 15 percent of our brain, or some, or a number like that, and we have the rest of our brain that we haven't unlocked. Mm -hmm. So I feel explain. like I feel like we I could. What is Matilda? You ever seen Lucy? I have. Yeah. Lucy. Yeah. That's is that a, a scary movie. No, no that's what you're talking about. Movie. It's basically mm, like a that. movie about what you're talking about. She yeah. took like a some type of drug. Yeah. And, yeah, and, and like in every yeah. like twenty four hours, it like her she unlocked. Yeah. 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 Like, you know what I mean? But like, I feel like. The, of course, that's fake. I mean, if we was able to like unlock 100% of our brains, that's where crazy. to be? Like, mm -hmm. Where to be done? I mean, okay, say that again. Now we're, we're on the world. topic of our brain. Dude, tap into the deepest wisdom in your brain. And what is one piece of advice that you would give to youth coming uh, yeah, after come you? Come on. Uh, See, my whole, let me see that real quick, man. You keep stealing my questions. Oh, I, show, look, whole, I got whole questions. When we interviewed you, right? If you him, you took my question. Dude, how about you just answer that question? I'm listening. All right, my biggest, my, uh, <laughs> all right, so my advice to like people 18 and up, you know, my, <laughs> what the young folks? I'm sorry, it's funny. It's funny though, but uh, somebody told me this is if life gave you lemons, squeeze them bitches out and put it in your vodka. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but, yes. But, Wait, um, you mean over twenty one? Yeah, twenty one, eighteen and up. You know, but um, I mean for the new youth though, for real. Um, 
Yeah, thank you. I mean, the biggest thing I can say is, you know, just keep going. You know, I mean, your life is your life. You know, I can't, you can't, nobody can necessarily tell you how to live your life. They can only advise you. Mm -hmm. You, every decision that you choose to make is going to be based on, it's going to be based on how you feeling that day. If you wake Mm -hmm. up feeling like, you know, if somebody, if I say, Jeremiah, you know, I got an opportunity for you, you feel me? It's, it's up to and him if he decides to, you know, mm-hmm. to get up, you know, mm-hmm. I'm going to go see it, check this out, you feel me? It's, you know, I feel like once you be able to change your mindset or clear your mindset, you know, figure out who you are as a person, then you'll be able to change the stuff around you, change your reality, and you'll start growing somewhere in this world because she, I don't think nobody, I don't think nobody want to be at the bottom, but, you know, it's saying, you know, it's hard to get to the top. It's just mm-hmm. what you're going to do. Especially how you going to It's not going to be easy. Nope. I just don't want to add that in there. It's, 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 I mean, it's never you know what I mean? Easy. Yeah, you can look you can look over the railroad tracks and be like, well, they got it. They born with a silver spoon in their mouth. But that's you the thing, I mean? though. You feel me? That's where that's what this, uh, a lot of people in our generation be. I feel like that's why a lot of us going to jail now, getting locked up, because we, we so worried about what the next what, person Exactly. Got, like, mm-hmm. Exactly. Like, I mean, you yeah. go through desperate measures mm-hmm. to try to get what's yeah. going on. Yeah, time. I mean, like I ain't grow up with I ain't grow up with the best of Jays and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But that ain't thing about me. I mean, that's just me personally. Like, I don't. I think I I've only had three pairs of jeans yeah, my like, whole life. I didn't touch a lot of money in my life. You know, I didn't. I didn't been places. I didn't been out the country. You know, I didn't been a few states. You know, but that's just me. You feel how me? You be, how you gonna be humble and flex real quick? <laughs> I mean, well, no, that's the thing though. You feel me? Because it's like the stuff that that you feel me that matter to me. You feel me? Other everybody is feel me like I don't yeah. care about clothes. You feel me? Yeah. You, when I get yeah, rich, I you know I'm gonna still be wearing the same thing, Nike. You know. I like that when I get rich. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you something. I came up with this thing. Dollars, I want to run it by you, Stella. I want to say if y'all like this. Okay, go for it. There's three people in the world. There's idealistic, realistic, and materialistic people. Mm-hmm. Do you guys agree? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. That's good. I mean, I just feel like this. It's I thought of that on my own. I literally wrote it, it down in my notebook. I feel like I heard that somewhere. Idealistic. Let me go check it. Materialistic. And realistic. Exactly. I feel like, Where do you I'm, fall? What are you? Me. J. Cole said that. I, I, feel, I, feel like I, I feel like I'm realistic. I feel like I'm realistic to a fault. Because I know I can say a couple, a couple things or a lot of things that will make a person look at me like, you're a kid. You know, and I know I come off of very Yeah, you an old man for real. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know I like a yeah. Also, he an old man in a 16-year-old body. Okay, what about you, Jeremiah? Huh? Of the three, idealistic, realistic, or materialistic? materialistic. I'm not materialistic. I can say that now. I don't care. What is idealistic? <laughs> okay, I would say I say I I feel like I'm a little idealistic cuz I'm I'm a bit of a dreamer and I and I think I I see a vision before it comes. Yeah, I think I'm idealistic and realistic. Yeah, I think I'm both idealistic and realistic. I feel like I'm a dreamer. I'm a dreamer. I feel like I'm more realistic. I don't think being realist, being a realist, means you're not a dreamer. But I, I think I'm. You more realistic. I lean way more towards like the in my head floaty thoughts. Like I'm not. I'm I'm more realistic then. Like I I think I'm idealistic and realistic. Like you could tell me a dream that you get, and if I think you ain't gonna treat the dream like. Like, we'll be honey. We'll be honey. You're 85. You can't make it to the NBA. <laughs> <laughs> hey, anything possible, bro. Anything possible. Anything is possible, but I feel like that's very unlikely yeah. to get in the NBA. I mean, if you're 85, 85 in good shape, walking to a 10, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you never know. You think that'll get that one good foul off of the 
They'll probably use him as for like a like a sponsorship or something like that. Like that's probably the, that's something they probably give him. Yes, they would. Like advertise this. You know what I mean? What about you, Drew? Number three. Oh, I feel like I'd be idealistic because I'm more of a. I like to dream. I'm not dream necessarily, but I like to visualize. That's all I really do for real. You know, if I'm I'm, I'm thinking in for me, if I'm quiet, you know, that's why I'm thinking about, you know, where I want to see myself a few years from now. Think about where I want to see myself when I'm twenty five. Before I hit thirty, I wanna be a millionaire, you know. So, you know, I mean yeah, I'm more about to make that come true. Oh yeah, I will, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I see you there too. <laughs> Do y'all got decade <laughs> Don't goals? Don't forget about little me. Okay, her, no, yeah, decade decade goals. Decade goals. I have, I have, I have a whole My net, decade goals. Goals. I want to accomplish them. I stopped at sixty. You know what I mean? At sixty, I, you know what I mean? I'm, you know what I mean? I'm cool with sixty. You know what I mean? You live a little good life, sixty, seventy plus. Too many people in my family don't make it past that. Wait, are you saying like your life, like you're, yeah. you're happy? Like I feel like, 60. I feel like, I feel like you, I feel like you. I've been told goals. You write them down. You know, in therapy they tell you. What's your goals? What's your girl goal for this time that we're together? You know what I mean? You know what I mean? And I just said that twice. Um, I don't know. Like I just feel like in ten years, everybody should have something they want to accomplish in ten years. Because I feel like there's, I feel like when the re- there's, this is when the realistic part of the idealistic person comes in, and I feel like that comes in. Okay, yeah, you can want to be an actor all day long. Who, me? No, no, I'm just saying, like <laughs> in general, you can want to be an actor like, all day long. How I'm but, a millionaire. but if you I feel like but you need to have that realistic side of you where you're like, Well, if I can't become an actor in ten years, I need to go on to other things. I feel like I'll be a good actor. He is. I'll be a hey, good actor. ever seen the movie Nerd back down? He'd be a good person I want to get to fight Because the way he did me, he made me see myself ten years. Oh my years. Team, I went team back team here. Now. I told you. <laughs> I'm I not gonna you let that die. The corner right there. I'm not letting oh, that yeah. die. We're, we're we're drawing towards the end of this yeah. episode of Man Jude. I think you are a super wise soul. He is. I can't fully put myself in your shoes, but yeah. I think we can all reach that part of us that's been angry before mm-hmm. and feel that empathy and know that like living in that would only lead to something like fighting. Mm-hmm. And I'm so glad that you've been able to grow out of that and you have a vision for your future and listen, 10 years from now, just don't forget about me. Oh yeah, no, nah, I ain't gonna forget about nobody. <laughs> I'm bad. Yeah. All right, remember that, bag you my 50 when you get rich. 50, yeah, 50, 50 Oh, remember that? Remember that? Oh. I don't want nothing from you. I just want to get a call. Oh, remind me. I, tell, I'm, I just want to call. I just want to get that call. And you be like, Marcus. I mean, I'm going to start working, bro, I'm gonna start man, working for Village soon. You know, Miss Katie. Forget Friday. that. You want that call? My Put oh, me on the payroll. Yeah. Hey, you hear that? You hear that, Katie? We have a, oh. a oh, she here? voice coach. She can hear? Yeah. She's, she'll, she'll be listening to oh. We have a voice coach here with us. <laughs> I mean, I was telling Miss Katie when I first started that I was going to come back. And yeah. I was working. You want to work? Well, thank you, Jude. Hey, um, hey, good to have you, Jude. We're signing out. That is it for today, friends. We hope you thoroughly enjoyed this conversation and maybe you learned something new. Leave us a review. It's super helpful in getting more listeners to hear more of these amazing stories. Follow us on Facebook, Found Village, Instagram at Found Village, and check out our website, foundvillage.org, where you can learn more about our story and give to support this cause. Thanks for listening and enjoy the rest of your day.